0: you are now listening to the open canvas open canvas this is taj alexander i'm here with a very special guest um man we've just seen each other like i think i remember the first time uh connecting with you was a show you did it may have been like a year or two ago yeah. and it was at Kim Folk, but it was with you and blue Uh, Y'all were like DJing back to back the entire night, so it was like he would he would jump in and you would jump in, and it just seemed like you guys just feeding off of each other's energy. Yeah, you know. Apart from that, I you know also just you know kept seeing you building a strong foundation for your own personal sound and music. Oh yeah. um, Which I think a lot of people are just beginning to realize uh, that side of you and that talent. Just I appreciate your consistency, man. Um, I feel like you know someone who's who's putting in the work also you know has a real commute to get to wherever he wants the party we'll talk about that because of where (laughs) you live but i just feel like you're you're really committed to this man um and it's just great to see you sort of just put in the proper work um produce quality content make amazing music and i just feel like you know you're just beginning to sort of tap into some of that energy man so i'm looking forward to seeing that you know build bro so without any further ado please introduce yourself
1: Nas Leber, um, yeah, I'm from the Bronx, doing this for a long time, man, it's been a few years, I'm like doing this since I was like 16, 15,
0: thank you for being on the open canvas, man,
1: hey man, I'm happy to be here,
0: it's really, really been a minute, because we literally been like saying we got to do this, yeah, yeah. I want to say at least a year, it's been a (laughs) minute, we should talk about doing it, yeah, because I've been
1: DJing, yeah, I feel like I've been DJing at Kimfolk maybe like over a little over two years now, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like yeah, that was a minute ago. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: and and and, I feel like you know we always were like we got to do this at some point, so I'm glad we're doing it now, man.
1: I had a bunch of work to do to like um to get to make enough product that 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 I feel like there's enough for me to talk about, you Mm -hmm. know. So now. Uh, i think it just you know it's a good it's a good time so it works out how it's supposed to definitely man um
0: so yeah you say the bronx Where exactly in the Bronx?
1: oh uh, right now i live in throgs neck um it's like across from the whitestone bridge and it's all the way up like to the east like off the sixth train like mm-hmm. you gotta like you gotta like take a bus to the six train type shit like parkchester or like further further than parkchester yes yeah, like, okay okay yeah, I live deep. <laughs> but I, I moved around a lot growing up, okay. but mainly, like, in the Bronx. Okay. Like, within the Bronx. And then, um, yeah, I didn't start chilling in Brooklyn, Manhattan, until I was, like, 16, 17. So
0: what was your experience growing up in the Bronx then?
1: You know, my, my parents did their best to, to keep me away from Bronx shit. But, um, you know, my cousins were really heavy into, like, graffiti. Not, uh... My cousins was rollerblading actually. I remember that was like the, that was the vibe. That was the real way for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had friends was, like dancing, and, like getting light. But then I, I also I had gotten a scholarship, so I went to school upstate. So mm-hmm. it would be you know juxtaposition between like you know going to school with all these like really rich white kids.
0: Where upstate?
1: Uh, well, not upstate. I mean, you know, how does like anything past the Bronx is upstate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, in like Rye, yeah. New York. It was in Westchester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it was, it was interesting. It was just like a different culture shock. So, I, w- I would go there and then i come back to the Bronx mm-hmm. and like chill with my people in the Bronx. Were you
0: like just doing your own thing or were you involved in a lot as a kid or, or what?
1: You know, as far as my neighborhood, I moved around a lot so it was hard for me to connect with, like I had homies like in different neighborhoods uh-huh. in the Bronx that i go chill with. You right. Know? But, like, even on, on my block, I thought my block was boring. <laughs> <laughs> like, I had homies and, like, I had friends, but, like, you know, I, I always want to go other places. I just, I would get in trouble a lot because I just, like, I just get on the train and shit, yeah. and just go wherever. And my, and, you know, I'd always get in fights with my parents because of that. Yeah.
0: So you're, you're more of like an explorer, like a nomad, than just like, yeah, I'm from here and this is where you know everything is. Yeah,
1: I just knew there was more. Yeah, you know, I just um, I just wasn't. I was like looking for something mm. that I like, and uh, I, I ended up not finding it till I went downtown, or, like into the city and meeting more people. But mm. as far as uptown goes, just you know. At least growing up with the people I knew, a lot of people were kind of like stuck on their ways. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just interested in other things, so, mm-hmm. you know, like chilling with my cousins who who rap, led me to chilling in more studios and being around more music mm-hmm. and then going to more shows even though I was like underage mm-hmm. and like chilling with my graffiti cousins would be like sneaking on rooftops and doing all this other cool shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah man that's just to me that's just what i wanted to do Mm. you know just get out what was that experience like it was it was it definitely shaped me like it was it was crazy Mm. i mean i was getting a lot of trouble Mm. (laughs) but but it was it was fun man like it's honestly it's like on some movie Mm. shit Mm. (laughs) like but um it's like they're trying to make movies about yeah the life that the hip hop experience, you know. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I didn't appreciate it when I was going through it. I tell mm-hmm. you that. Mm-hmm. Nah. What, do you, what do you mean by that? Well, I just didn't know that I was going through something. I was experiencing things that were so cool because it was mm. so normal. Mm. You know, like my my and my parents are pretty supportive with my arts, with like my endeavor in arts and shit. Like I had, um, we had a family friend who was selling two uh, Technic turntables and like a mixer and speed everything for like five hundred, mm. which is crazy. Um, so we, we got that So when I was like 14 I was practicing DJing And I'm like You know I wanted a route, I had the mic I had a $100 mic I was like alright Like you know mm-hmm. First it was the It was the rock band mic Yeah yeah, yeah. I put like foam <laughs> on it I was recording in the closet And shit <laughs> <laughs> But um Yeah man It was just You know What it did was just Create um A visual in my head For, for the, the The sounds and I wanted to make mm-hmm. You know So so yeah, I mean, even now, it's just like that's such a big part of me. Mm.
0: And you say like visuals for the sound you want to make. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, what were you seeing that you wanted um, to sort of speak
1: on? You know, just like not even speaking on it literally. Yeah, yeah. but just how how the visuals would shape how the, the sound. Yeah, the feeling. You mm. know, like being on the train, being out at night, running from cops, and like sneaking on uh, onto rooftops and places I'm not supposed to be. Mm. Um, that feeling of like paranoia of like walking by a cop and you got like a pack on you and like they might stop and search you for no reason or like they might find you trespassing or like you know it's out late I'm gonna get an ass beating when I go home you know like all of that just pressure yeah constant pressure just made me strong and made me like alert you know so now it's like Well now I don't try to I try not to get in trouble. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) but you know like yeah, it just it just shaped how I create. Mm. You know when you're doing when you sneak into like a lot or something to to tag up on a wall, Mm. you know you got to make something dope really fast. Mm. When you got like twenty bucks for an hour studio session, that's the amount time you have to make something. You got to make something dope really Mm. fast. So now it's like. You know, it's allowed me to make shit fast mm. that I like. Mm. You know,
0: so yeah. it's cool. The thing that comes to my mind when you keep, when you're like sharing these stories, is like I, I feel like life sometimes inspires the best art. Yeah, or at least for the sure. art that resonates the most. I shouldn't Not even it. say the best per se, but. Art that resonates really comes from like real inspiration. Definitely. Yeah, so I feel like you know that that's a real thing, man. So so
1: especially the pressure, like pressure. Mm -hmm. I love it. Like I make the best stuff when I'm like under stress, Mm -hmm. under pressure, time, time restraints, and uh, just financial issues, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Just like I don't know. It just like makes me work. I mean,
0: you could tell me if you're similar, but it's like almost like it's 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 a challenge but like it's a challenge that you want to take up where it's like with the least that i have i'll do the most with it yeah you know that's like a challenge i like it's like with the least amount of like you know specific you know tools or things that you can sort of accomplish something how much can i do not nah, definitely or even exceed what i think i can do
1: you yeah know? i mean it's crazy like i feel like you know in the last few years i've just gone through this journey of of getting more resources to make things but then realizing that i made better things with less mm. so i have to, so now it's like trying to go back to my roots and like
0: you're saying something right now <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah it's like well because you know when, when you Only have so much, you gotta get creative and come up with solutions, you know, but then, like, I mean, not even saying I had all the resources in the world, but it's like, you know, the more you meet people, the more access you have, the easier things get, you know, I I would feel a little... I would start to feel a little like stagnant or something so i had to kind of like put myself back in a position where there was less mm. like i'm in my room i'm not in a i'm not in like a fancy studio yeah. I don't have an engineer with me i gotta figure it out like yeah. it forces you to focus yeah
0: you know and I, I think that's like the biggest thing is like focus like what are you focusing on? What is your intention? What do you want to accomplish? And can you focus on it hard enough to actually make it happen? For sure. You know, for so sure. So yeah, that, that speaks to me, man. Yeah. Nah, definitely, man. So would, would you say like this time where you sort of like, were, we're like, you know, just beginning like picking up like a hundred dollar microphone, you know, you know, rapping in your closet. Yeah. Like what, what was sort of like the next step for you? Or what did you see yourself taking? You? Where did well, you see yourself taking you?
1: I didn't even see it going anywhere Mm. because I had a, in my mind, I had an academic future. Mm. And then when I got kicked out of private school, um, you know, the first like friend I would make would become like my my best friend, Mm. my brother Solomon Five, And like we'd just been making music. We were just doing it for fun until like we would just go around the city battling people and just freestyling. Mm. And like it just started to pick up. It started to become more real. We made friends that were, in higher places that are moving further and like starting to become successful and like we would just be the young ones like rolling with them and we just learned to, like, it became real you know what i'm saying so then it was like after that it's like all right that's it there's no other option like solo dropped out of school i'm like i'm not going to college like fuck that we're doing this and um ever since i mean that's been the life you know like we we, we done ran speakeasies been throwing parties it's funny, because I used to only be known for, like, rapping. Mm. And, like, in the maybe in, like, 2015, yeah. I started DJing. Mm. Um, like, I always knew how to DJ, but it'd be like, we'd throw a show, mm. and, like, we didn't want to hire, we didn't know any DJ that want to hire a DJ. Yeah. So, it'd be like, all right, I'll do it. Mm. Kind of like how, you know, graphic design is like, all right, yeah. I'll, I'll make the flyer, fuck yeah. it.
0: Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. yeah. That's then, the best
1: way to learn, too, is just, like, it. out of necessity. <laughs> no, nah, facts. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah. And then, like, shit, my, 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 my cousins and shit, that, you know, my female cousins, they, they like to twerk and shit. So I, I, <laughs> I, I DJ and all my cousins would come out and they make me look mad lit. So <laughs> people were like, yo, come DJ my party. Right, like, right, right. And before you know it, it's like, I'm a DJ now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't right. have to do shows every week. And, and like perform the same music to the same audience all mm. the time that I'm not putting out yet mm. and I can just play music and yeah. get paid to like party with my friends yeah and then it was just kind of for fun, and I would get paid like nothing, or like fifty bucks, mm-hmm. or like some drink tickets, and I just get drunk. Mm-hmm. And then before you knew it, like a, a bag came in for it one mm-hmm. time, and it was like oh, well, this is this is a job. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you know, and now everybody know me for DJing, so now I'm just trying to like transition it back to mm-hmm. to music.
0: Definitely, man. You know,
1: while keeping what I learned from DJing. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, how has that experience been? Because uh, like like for myself and a lot of others who sort of were introduced you through DJing yeah. like it's like you're almost having to do the reverse of what you started doing Instead yeah. of like having to prove you were a DJ now <laughs> you're having to prove you're, you're a musician or yeah. you're like a performance artist as
1: well it's fun I mean <laughs> DJing taught me a lot man mm. like um how to build an audience mm. how to how to like engage a following mm. like I don't have like 100,000 followers I don't even have 10,000 followers you right, know right but like I can confidently say that I can I can sell out, like I could sell fifty tickets to a show mm-hmm. next week. Yeah, I could like bring out two hundred people to a party. Mm. Like, and it's just because you know when I was when I started DJing, I would be really stressed about bringing people out mm. and like numbers, making yeah. money at the bar because I get bar percentage. Right. And when I would do that, it would be what. It'd be so whack, because I wouldn't even get to enjoy it. I'd be stressed out. Mm. And then one time, I was like, man, fuck it. It was only like three people came out. But they were having fun with the music. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just play what I like and play with it, because they obviously like it. And Mm. the more I just catered to them, the more fun they had. They ended up staying the whole night. Mm. And I was like, they liked it so much that the next time I did it, they brought friends. And then before you know it, it it's like 10 people at my party. It's still empty. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to vibe out. We're going to have fun. Mm-hmm. We're going to pay regardless. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, the more I cater to just the people who like my shit, mm-hmm. before you know it, it's 50 people. Then it's like, you know, I'm, I'm doing parties. I'm getting booked for real, for real, because mm-hmm. I can bring people out. And that just taught me to just cater to an audience that mm-hmm. likes you and like just cater, give them what they want and be consistent. So now, you know, applying that to the music. I don't know, I'm seeing it. It's like I still don't like I said, I don't have like millions of streams but you know, I have a I definitely have a, a fan base, I have an audience yeah. and, and uh like supported like if i made merch you know i made merch for my last release i sold out which for is hard. <laughs> yeah so you know it's just tell me be consistent and just give people who fuck with you what they want mm. you know and not think about the numbers don't look at the scoreboard just keep making shit so yeah djing definitely impact just how i move yeah you
0: know yeah i can even see it man just in regards to like your, your hustle and consistency i just feel like you're applying that to your music as well right. you know it's like i feel like those same principles are sort of like learning how to engage find something that connects with you and then also mm-hmm. helping somebody else translate that so that it connects with right. them and i feel like you're doing that all right now through your music man and even like the events and you know the releases that you've been doing recently i just feel like you've been very very like i just want to tell you man it's, it's no, it takes you. a lot of work and i think for a lot of us on the other end we're, we just see like end result end result end result yeah. But like all the work that goes into making that happen, I want to acknowledge you for that, man. Ah, oh, thank you. Because that, that's not easy, man. And I feel like to be able to do that while you're also DJing and yeah. you know, sort of your sleep schedule is completely out of <laughs> whack. I don't sleep, <laughs> and then to be able to create on top of that, you know, your own that original is. bodies of work—that's not easy, man.
1: No, that's not sure. easy at all. It's, so I, it's been a—it's been a journey, yo, and I'm grateful to be able to live this life and and have people who respect it and like fuck with me yeah man. and give me the platform because yeah man like honestly yeah that's also why djing is dope too because because <laughs> man like if you say all right I'm, I'm a performer book me to perform somebody's gonna be like nah mm. like come to my show nah mm oh but I'm I'm a DJ oh we need a DJ actually alright come through alright bet oh oh you DJing a party oh that's a cool spot yeah I'll come through party it's like less commitment so by doing that you you know you work your way into positions where like there's people I wanted to DJ with Mm. and I wasn't getting booked so I would just find new spots sell myself to be able to DJ and then I could book the people I want to DJ with Mm. and just as long as I do good business and like make sure I take care of them like you know, you get to work now. Nah, like you know, all all the people I fucked with, I fuck and I still fuck with, and like want wanted to work with. I, I've worked with, and I yeah. Continue to work with, mm. but it would have only happened through DJing. So now that I'm making music, I could hit them up like, yo, DJ my release party, yo, like mm, this is my new shit. I could drop my shit on my set. Yeah. People are like, oh, it's like yeah, you know, it, it's it's a lot of work, but it all overlaps, and you know, I try to keep it all in the same.
0: Yeah. Link. I mean that's what happens when like you value people and you value relationships with people.
1: Reputation you know?
0: everything. Man. That's that's really like respect is so important. Yeah, and I feel like being able to it's being able to like even if you're not doing a lot or active like your respect will speak for you. Hell yeah! You know that, what matters if like you're, you're killing it, but then you know your, your respect <laughs> is not you know up to par. And I feel like that's a huge part of anything that we do. It's like, and I think that's why I connect with you and others, like in our groups of friends. Man. It's like I feel like before anything, it's about you know just you know knowing that you know the other person values you, for sure. you know, and values your presence and your energy and whatever you you're contributing to an event, hundred or a project. So I feel like, you know, you carrying that energy, you know, sort of like helps other people see that, okay, yeah, like, you know, even if like you're you're doing something great one month and quiet the next month and doing something great the next month, your respect stays consistent. That, you that, know? Yeah, <laughs> no,
1: that that's the most... <laughs> man, when I was younger and I got a little bit of shine, mm-hmm. I was gassed, man. Mm-hmm. I, life taught me the hard mm-hmm. way. I was like, all right, learn my lesson, mm-hmm. treat everybody with respect. You never know who you... Not even because that person could do something for you but just because it's like mm. at the end of the day like you know it's, it's like some scarfish like all you got is is, is your word <laughs> and your ball. <laughs> it's like you gotta protect your name and like mm. it's like you don't want i'd if, if something happened to me i wouldn't want nobody to say nothing bad about me you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's like yeah respect goes a long way i mean i, I would even look at the people who i look up to mm. in my world in my arena and, and I'll be like yo what's working for them and they're just good people and <laughs> just do, do they're about what they're about mm. they true to their word and like that's why people fuck with them that's why I you know that's why I respect them so like, alright I need it if you got friends that have good qualities yeah. you not know, be like your friends like yeah
0: man for real, <laughs> you know, for like, real. yeah man so, so the music that you're currently releasing man can you talk a little bit about that
1: yeah so I'm dr- I'm working on well not working I'm finishing it's just about to come out um, it's a project called Tangerine mm-hmm um the lead singles tangerine um right now three songs from the project are out atomic uh produced by me featuring uh solomon five and Vader the villain big money man also produced by me and uh tangerine produced by fern Souza. yeah man it's it's been uh it's cool like <laughs> it's been cool. It's music I, you know, like just a, a project full of bangers. It's like yeah. a couple R&B songs, but like really more on the i wanted to make uh music that sounded like some angry kid mm-hmm. in his garage with a garage i never got to experience that <laughs> like for myself yeah, yeah, yeah. i always wished i had a little garage band yeah, Living like through a, the music man. like shut up mom i'm, <laughs> I'm practicing <laughs> i wish i could do that i could never do that so this is this is that yeah i got a crazy
0: visual of you doing that <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know what i'm saying like you know I have a band and you know I mean? you yeah, see those movies like, yeah, I, I wish, like I wish I wish Disney it, Channel movies and are yeah, like all jamming out like <laughs> I wish that could be me like I was like yeah, yeah was, so you know just really minimal mm. bangers like mm. mm. super minimal I like, like Big phrase. Money Man there's only like 3 instruments like the that. whole song it's mm. just a bass drums and at the end there's a piano. Yeah, it's power and simplicity, man. I
0: so yeah, that's what it is, you
1: know? Hell yeah. You know, <laughs> just I wanted to make something that um reflected the the lifestyle I've been mm. living as a DJ and music that I could play when I DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, because that's I do it so much, it's mm. like damn I I had mad like like Kind of like like electronic R and B type shit, and I'm still making stuff like that. But I I was like, man, I just need like a few songs I can just drop, yeah, because (laughs) I'm always DJing, right, right, right. Yeah, so tangerine, you know, I call it tangerine just because, honestly, when I made the song tangerine, um, I really just wanted to find words that rhyme with mezzanine, (laughs) 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 because that I thought I would. I thought it was a dope line, yeah. um, and like fettuccine, and then like, yeah, tangerine came out, mm. and uh, I just thought about the color, this bright, mm. citrus, mm-hmm. loud-ass, <laughs> sweet fruit, It's mm. like a good vibe. Mm. I don't know. In my head, I just, it's like such a bright, vivid kind of yeah. imagery.
0: And I, I appreciate that, like, you, you sort of even putting that type of thought into it, yeah. because you know, I think... I mean, you said it earlier, I feel like, you know, you, you are, you know, sonically a visual artist. Yeah. You know, you sort of are sort of like helping people to sort of like engage other senses through your music.
1: Yeah, I wanted to, I definitely wanted to make music that when you hear it, you could feel yeah. what I was feeling.
0: In other ways. Yeah, like yeah. when
1: I made the song Tangerine, it it's funny because the producer made the beat. Mm he like as a throwaway beat it, it, he was inspired by horror sounds and like a dark vibe mm-hmm. when i heard it i i i, I did i made the song in, like 15 minutes like the <laughs> recording is is a one take and it was just like i wanted a song that was like i felt triumphant i felt like mm. fuck that like yeah man i have all these dark sad songs like mm. love songs they're all sad i was like man i need some like feel good like when i hear this shit, i want to feel like mm, yeah yeah big money man making hella moves you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah, so yeah it's yeah. So like let me make a bunch of songs mm. that just like when you hear it, you just like you mm. walk like i swear i'll be walking around the street i look crazy i'll be like, uh. fucking, you know, bag, <laughs> like like I'm in a music video Or yeah, some shit People yeah. are like Damn this guy I'm one of those annoying people Rapping nah, out loud nah, On nah, the streets nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah but it's it's Affirmation man That's
0: what you're doing Like as a listener It's yeah. like in me even hearing the song too It's like It's affirmation It's yeah. like you're saying it but I feel like you're affirming it for for your listeners oh, yeah. to, to believe that
1: shit what you say what you put out yeah. I, you know how many times I make like <laughs> a sad song and my life I end up kind of sad I'm right, like
0: right, right. I
1: wanted to be singing to myself like mm. what I want I could see myself in a Lamborghini you know what I'm saying yeah. like big money man making hella moves and I'm not lying I'm not mm. talking about I'm not saying I got like mad money and go i'm like i'm like i'm saying i don't got money but i'm making money moves mm. like I, yeah. I could see myself in a Lamborghini. you mm. know what i'm saying definitely. like definitely. i see this for myself
0: yeah so you're basically like like talking about the mindset that creates yeah. the life that you want right. for yourself definitely you know not not even just materialistically yeah. i think that's in everything No, just know? like that feeling
1: yeah like how how do i how do you talk shit without necessarily being there yet, you know what mm. I'm saying? And the way you do it is if if you are making but like I hire people, I employ people. You know, I'm I run my own business. Mm. Like sure I don't got a Lamborghini, sure I don't got but like but I'm technically doing all the things that a like a, a self-made boss would do, you know? Mm. Like I'm I'm working, I'm you no know, I'm hiring people. Hit me up if you want a gig. You know yeah. that type of shit. It's like I could speak on that feeling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could yeah. I could speak on that like energy, mm. and I and I know so many people who could relate to that. Cause I mean, we're in a city full of self full of self employed hustlers and people who are just out making moves. And it's like I wanted an anthem. It's like all right, like. You know, respect us. <laughs> yeah, well, well, like I respect myself. Yeah, like, even yeah, if you yeah, don't yeah. respect me, like fuck that. Mm-hmm. Like I'm good. Mm-hmm. And that was like big money, man. That mm-hmm. that was the energy of that song. Mm-hmm. It was like, I mean, excuse the vulgarity. It's like, lover from the Bronx. That's some uptown shit. Mm-hmm. Haters take your mouth off my uptown dick. It's just like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. When I'm in the club, I'm 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 probably rocking out my set. Yeah. Checking on the squad, or I'm picking up my check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the only reason I'm there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, I needed yeah. I needed to put that energy out. Just you know, I know like all my nightlife people, all my hustlers like understand that. So definitely,
0: man, definitely.
1: Yeah. So how can people find your music? How can people find the work that you're doing, man? So you know, Nas Leber on on SoundCloud, on Spotify, Apple, Title It's yeah. everywhere. Um, it's accessible right now. There's three singles out, nice. something like that.
0: Everything works in perfect timing, man, so when it comes out, yeah, it's going to be hard. So appreciate everything, man. Like, you know, I really even like appreciate you even making the commute down here. Oh, for sure. Um, sure. To do this, it means a lot, man. And um, yeah, nothing but respect, man. I feel like, you know, the music that you're making and also the events that you're doing. Like, I feel like you're, you're helping people see like your vision and yeah. what you want to create on a bigger scale. So like, man, just just know that it's, 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 it's recognized. I you know, appreciate it. We see it, what you're doing, bro. So like, keep doing it, keep pushing. like, And we're here to support you, man. Thank you, my brother. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Thank so you. once again, this is Taj Alexander on the Open Canvas. My brother here. Nas Lever. And we out. Hey. Yeah, appreciate that, man. <laughs> that was good. To find out more about the Open Canvas, hit up our website, theopencanvas.com. Also stay tuned to our Instagram, at theopencanvas. And for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email, taj.opencanvas at gmail.com. This has been The Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander.